do 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 umpire pants hello and welcome to episode 118 of umpire pants i'm here with mary hi i'm mary and bill's not here because he's fired again well hope we hope he will behave and become reinstated but it's up in the air right now so probably Bill, he's just actually this. busy and not fired so here we are here we are. They went to get a Christmas tree is what he's actually doing, I believe. Ho, he's, ho, ho. That's a story I heard. <laughs> and I don't, can't think why he'd lie about that. So I'm guessing that's probably what they're really doing. So um, Kelly and I are here getting ready to make cookies because that's what girls do at Christmas. Yep. Got to keep up our lady end of the bargain. That's true. And make some cookies. And I remembered as I was making cookies, God damn, I hate baking. I hate it. So I did it anyway, so I'm kind of the hero of this story. They're good so far. Yeah, they turned out good. I made, uh, <laughs> I made vegan cookies, and I was a little worried about them. I'm not going to lie. Actually, pretty good. The uh, egg substitute is chia seed, and it looks weird, but... I thought you'd throw in some herbs or something in there, because you're always, you know, throwing herbs and stuff. I thought things. about... Well, okay, this is what got me started. I was... <laughs> watching something on Netflix about decorating cookies and I thought oh that looks great I can do that I forgot they had to actually make the cookies first I probably could have bought some I wonder anyway yeah, I'm sure you could have or you could have bought a tube of them and just baked them from that oh I didn't think about that well anyway it's done now so um yeah I just want to decorate cookies and I'm pretty sure I'll be over it in the next this will probably be the last day for five years that I want to do this but um the cookie show got me inspired on I guess it was Netflix. I don't know where I don't know where it was. It was a cookie competition show. Yes, and it's not done yet. So you know we're just hanging on. Oh, you've got more episodes. Hanging on pins and needles. How exciting! I know. So anyway, I don't know if they better get cracking. It's not going to be done by Christmas if they don't get finish it up. We have to get some decorated before I post this, so I can have it as a show picture. Okay. We have to get some two good ones. (laughs) Two good cookies. Yeah. Okay. I think we can handle it. I think we can. I think we can. We'll try. Otherwise, we'll just run by one real quick at Safeway. That looks pretty. Okay. So that's what I found out. I hate to bake. It makes a mess. And then, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't understand people who like to bake. I guess I'll do it with a gun to my head, but I don't like it. I don't like it because I don't like following directions that closely. I like to cook where you can just do the stuff and not measure anything. And taste it and so, tell what's going on if you... If you're baking, it's it's got all the way done, and then you figure out that you screwed something up, and it's too late to fix it. Yeah. That's part of the reason I don't like it. The other reason I don't like it is because flour all over the place, I hate that more than anything. Yeah, it does get everywhere every time. And it's all gucky in your sponge, and it's just disgusting. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Oh, you know what? I was listening to you guys talk about when you were little, and you had to take those that medicine that it was, uh, what's the stuff that makes you be unstuffy? Prednisone. Oh, prednisone. prednisone. They used to give you little um, pills, and it tasted so horrible that when you were real, real little, it would make you throw up. Yeah. And that's where the junior... I, the doctor didn't do that. I invented that. Oh, I thought the doctor suggested it, because no. I remember it being discussed in a doctor's office, so I, I, I think you might be wrong. to the doctor. Oh, no, I am not, because I remember <laughs> being flipping livid. This nurse, air quote... Gave you this thing, you threw up, and then she gave you another one and said, try not to throw it up. I'm like, you... Oh, she told me if you throw up again, you're going to have to get a shot. She or was something. like a real yeah. bitch. Yeah. And I was like, you know, maybe don't give it to the kid straight. Maybe put it inside something. I mean, like you would at least to a dog. So that's where the Junior Mint idea came from. So that was my invention. You're welcome. 
Except now you don't like Junior Mints, which is... That's not sad. true at all. I do like Junior oh, you Mints do? still. Oh, good. So a win-win. You weren't listening very closely to our podcast. Yeah, I was busy. I, was, I don't know. Anyway, so Junior Mints put terrible pills inside a Junior Mint and then try to swallow it whole because if it comes out, you're right back where you started, really. That's true. I know I haven't tried those things for the cat. You know, they make the pill pocket mm-hmm. treats. I haven't even bothered trying them with Lima because I think she's just going to spit them out. I tried them once on a cat a long time ago and they didn't work. So I just assume all cats will spit them out. But I, I don't know if that's true. Found that, I think dogs it would work great for dogs because they don't care. They'll swallow anything. Yeah, they just chomp it down without But cats, very I've always wondered about that too. It's just, I don't know. I guess if you see it getting becoming, becoming spit out, <laughs> if you see the cat spit it out, at least you know it didn't swallow it. But if they're clever enough to hide it under the couch or under a rug or something, it's problematic. It's better just to jam it down their throat with your finger. It's not humane, but it works. It's kind of humane. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's fine. Especially if they have a little mouth. You can get it all the way in pretty easily. I tried to do it to a dog one time, and I always realized that cats have little mouths. It's much easier to deal with cats. That's true. Where? Why were you giving a dog a pill? You I don't, don't remember. Okay. I don't remember, but I remember thinking, wow, this is way more hard than it is to do a cat. But then you don't... I mean, dogs will eat anything. Just put it in a... They don't care. Dogs are indiscriminate is the word I'm searching for, I think. Does that sound like a good word to describe a dog? Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean to dogs. I'm just saying they have no, they, don't, they have no, they don't care. They don't eat anything. That's true. It is true. So what did you bring to talk about? You want to do a super long episode today? I do. Um, I'm going to give you my shit truck of the week. What's that called? A shit list of the week and okay. an ice cream truck of the okay. week. Okay, ice cream truck is a different thing. Okay. I If I never heard the phrase Black Friday again, I'll be happy. I'm already sick to death of this, and it's... It's over. Mm, is it, though? Watch TV. Okay. They won't let <laughs> it die. TV. It's Black Friday cars, and I don't know. They're just incredibly annoying. Yeah, I was saying on Thanksgiving that I keep being surprised by the awful Black Friday stuff, like them starting it on Thanksgiving evening. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, they started doing that a few years ago, and everyone collectively was like, yeah, that's terrible. They shouldn't do that. So I kind of thought they would just stop doing it, but... That was just ignorance on my part. I don't know why I thought people making money would stop doing something that makes them money. I guess. Well, well, I think most people don't. But I, a long time ago when I worked at, um, was it Eddie Bauer? A lot of people who worked on Thanksgiving wanted to because they were a lot of more students and they were not going to go home for Thanksgiving. So they wanted the triple time or whatever it was. Although I suspect at Walmart there is no triple time. No, they get a, a discount now instead of holiday pay. Great. I can buy more crap at Walmart. Delightful. I don't like Walmart. <laughs> I don't remember when I used to work at Fred Meyer if we got, um, I don't think we got a holiday pay for Black Friday, but I did work it once. Oh, you didn't? I don't remember that, but. It was fine. I, I think I had an early shift and it wasn't that bad, but I don't remember. I don't remember it being awful. Well, I, 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 I guess I don't Christmas mind Christmas Eve being awful. The but. regular times, but when they, I don't know if they still do this, but they'd open the store at midnight or something. That's when it gets... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I think is ridiculous is that they're like, instead of closing the store early and letting people go home on Thanksgiving, they've begun like making Black Friday stars, sales start at 5 p.m. And they shouldn't. Well, and also I don't think that Black Friday sales are anything to write home about for the most part. It's just a bunch of... That's also true. A bunch of nonsense. And it's annoying. And I hope... Well, it's never going to go away now. They're just going to pound it into the ground. So I guess I just have to get over it. Well, you've got one more day of it. You've got Cyber Monday coming up tomorrow, so you can do all your Christ. online shopping. I'm not buying online anything. Did you not listen to my rant last week? Um, I, I think I did. <laughs> okay, well, I had a lot to do You don't to need do to with... do it again. I heard it. Okay. I'm not buying anything online. I'm not buying anything from Amazon. That's all. Um, you... I'm going to... Literally just bought something with my account the other day. I did not. Dad did. It was for 
Okay. It was for Aunt Mary, and I don't think it's something we could have found. I don't know. Speaking of technicalities, you asked me to bring over some Ziploc bags, and uh, Herman was like, is that just not count for her karma if she asks someone else to bring them? Mm-hmm. Also, I have a lot of plastic points. I don't know how else to do the the frosting stuff. I'm not good at I'm not good at baking. I don't know. I have to squirt it out of a... <laughs> to squirt it out of something. I don't know. The decorating frosting. Well, you can buy the reusable bags. Well, I didn't see any yesterday, and I went to two different places. Yeah, okay, I'm not that's even fair. kidding. One of them, I actually went to three places. I also have one of those reusable bags, and I don't know where it is. Oh, so huh. It's probably up in a certain cupboard. I could have found it, but I only have one, and if you're doing more than one color, that's... That's true. Hard. Hmm. You know what's weird is I have one in the house in Costa Rica. That's very bizarre. But anyway, so yeah, that happened, and I'm going to... Have you used it there? Mm-hmm. For what? Oh, deviled, deviled eggs. eggs. I make very beautiful deviled eggs. Yeah. And everybody's just stunned. So excited <laughs> about it. Stunned by your deviled stunned eggs. Stunned by my deviled eggs, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They're, they're quite beautiful. Anyway, um, because I don't bake very often, and I certainly don't decorate with frosting very often, this is going to be kind of a cowboy situation. Wild West. Oh, I, this is an interesting thing <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, you know my herbs and my and my bark and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, you have like an apothecary out in your kitchen right now. I know, it looks kind of You're nuts. like straining shit and have all this stuff soaking and... Yeah, it's all good for you. The pile of dirt and bark no, out there. Well, bur- yeah, it is bark. I'm going to cook it again and see if I can get more juice out of it. Anyway, um, I was I bought some sarsaparilla from my lady in Costa Rica. Uh-huh. And I got back and I was looking it up because I had no idea what it's good for. I just like buy whatever she has. Is it good for making old timey drinks? You know what? It's, you know how in the movies, a guy goes up to the bar and orders a sarsaparilla and everybody's like, oh, look at that weenie. Uh-huh. Uh, they used to think sarsaparilla cured syphilis. Oh. So I think that's why it was commonly available in the Old West. It does not, though. It does not. Oh. I found out later that it doesn't do it but so yeah now you have a completely different attitude about that guy don't you that anyway. he has syphilis yeah so <laughs> i don't know i just thought it was fascinating also fascinating it doesn't work i don't know where they got the idea that it did it does other stuff though you know herby shit stuff makes herb makes herbs good for you what the herbs are good for you i can't remember what that one does but it does not cure syphilis so okay that's what we know about that one so we're gonna watch a movie called dolomite Oh, what's that movie we just watched? That was hilarious. It was so good. Well, do you want to finish your thought on Dolomite? Uh, I have to see it first, then we'll talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about the one we just saw the other night that I was okay, yeah, we very watched, skeptical about. We talked about this a while ago, but we um, we ended up watching Demolition Man over the weekend on Black Friday. That's how we celebrated. Black Friday? How dare you? It was, wasn't it? I don't know. Don't call it that. Anyway, the movie was actually pretty good. I thought it was, well, it was dumb. It was incredibly dumb. <laughs> it, was, it was so good, though. It was, um, yeah. What's her name? Sandra Bullock and... Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. The main characters. And uh, Wesley Snipes. It's the main bad guy. He was a great bad guy, too. He was real, real good. His character is amazing. I have a problem with that kind of movie because I can't handle action movies. I just tune out during the action parts, and then I kind of missed some of the plot Mm. parts where they moved the plot ahead. Although, very little happens in that movie, really. Us. If you stop and think about it at the end. It was a fine movie. It I didn't mind it. Movie. But uh, Herman kept talking about it as a comedy. And that's a very generous designation for it, I think. Really? I thought it was pretty funny. There's a lot of jokes pretty in Pretty funny. It. There, there were a lot jokes. of jokes. There's a lot of fighting and a lot of jokes. There was the kind of fighting that becomes hilarious because 
no human could survive this and then they just get up and keep doing it and it's yeah i don't like that at all i don't find it amusing or funny or like interesting that they can physically do it like n- none of it appeals to me which is why i don't usually watch those movies but i liked i like the futuristic stuff like i like that genre of movie where it's uh, a bad future where things are not where they're trying to fix everything and it makes it worse mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty funny i like the part where they, <laughs> or they they would swear in a the machine on the wall would give them a ticket yeah and i'm like what what exactly happens with the tickets do they have to go pay them at the at the courthouse or what what exactly do you do with these things i was just funny because i was like they kept having them and and then it's like well i guess that doesn't really do much of anything i don't know it was just there was there were a few holes in that movie let's just say that i did like the cars uh the futuristic looking cars were well done Mm -hmm. and that you could drive them or not drive them which is you could engage the self-drive or just engage the you drive it which is kind of odd but all right it didn't, and that didn't really have anything to do with anything in the movie. So I don't know. It was funny. It had it had uh, very large holes, but it was very entertaining. So you think it had large holes, like plot holes? Mm-hmm. Oh, like what? The guy being able to program Wesley Snipes without anybody knowing it. I guess I don't know. Although the idea is that while they were in ice, that they were like actively learning stuff in the background, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, one one guy learned everything about computers, and it was just ingrained in him. And then the other guy learned about knitting and seamstress yeah. <laughs> tasks. Yeah, which is, that's a pretty funny joke. I have to. That say. was a pretty funny joke because the one who learned how to do that was uh, St- Sylvester Stallone, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm a seamstress. <laughs> yeah, got to do something in this great uh, society." So. I don't know. It was okay. It was a pretty good movie. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Let's put it that way. Okay. What's your umpire rating? Mm, two pants up. Two pants up. Out of four. Yeah. <laughs> Are we changing the rating system? Okay. I don't know. I forgot how the rating system works. I would give it a solid um, two to three pants up. How about that? I'll say two pants up if we're going out of four. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I mean, it held up better than it should have considering how old it was and how kind of ridiculous it was. Yeah. I could sit through the whole thing. You talk about something, Herbert. Herbert. You say something, Herbert. Um, I don't have anything except that what I wrote down a week or so ago, because I was listening to Nicole Byer's podcast, Why Won't You Date Me, which is very funny. She's a comedian, and she has a um, show where she talks to people and about love and their relationships and tries to figure out why she doesn't have a boyfriend. At one point, she's just talking... Oh, she takes pole dancing classes and she was talking about that with one of her friends and she was talking about how her friend has such long legs because legs and she has really short legs she's like i don't care i like my short legs they're my happy stumps (laughs) and then i wrote that down so i could remember to tell you that you should call your legs your happy stumps that's a horrible name (laughs) (laughs) okay back to short little clown legs it is well that sounds at least like i've got all my legs Oh, I see. You make you think it sounds like something you don't have a whole leg or something. Yeah, no, I don't. Happy, uh, happy clown legs. All right, that's fine. Happy clown legs. All right. Um, yeah, happy clown legs. I guess I walked all the way to Pike Place Market on my happy clown legs yesterday and back for Good. the first time in a while. For for once, nothing hurt. It was it was real weird. What'd you eat there? Did you have food? Uh, hummus plate. It was boring as shit. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? The other people got one. Have you guys ever had the? There's some kind of shrimp. It's like boom boom shrimp. Is that a word? Oh no, that sounds new since I've been there last. Okay. Well, anyway, two people got it and they neither one of them finished it. And the waiter guy was like, "Is this was it bad?" They're like, "Yeah, it wasn't good." And he goes, "Well, was it like too soggy or was it like 
and I'm looking at these people going, he's trying to take it off the bill, people. Oh. And I said, yeah, it was soggy. It was like, it was not cooked in the middle or something. And I was, okay. And he went away and took it. I mean, I, <laughs> he's trying to help you. Just, just answer him. So he took it off the bill, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the place was insane because yeah, I did not, did you know there was a tree lighting ceremony at the market? Uh, no. I did not either. I've lived here for 20 years. Had no idea. Anyway. I so think were, I, if you asked me, I would have said, I think they might do that, but I've never seen it. I didn't see it either. I just was inside, but there were uh, 20,000 people down there. Half of them were in the bar. In fact, we walked in and the guy goes, the bar is full. You can't go in there. I'm like, Jesus, calm your tits, guy. And I said, well, we're meeting somebody. He goes, well, are they already in there? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just got here, you dick. God damn. Wow. That's good customer service. Yeah, really. Very pleasant. I'm sure the servers were out of their minds. But um, anyway, after the tree lighting started, Santa Claus came. And then apparently the mayor of the market. Santa came? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, some kind of a wagon or something. I couldn't really see. I, <laughs> I didn't have enough interest to go outside and see what was going on. I was kind of looking through the windows. You could probably so, see better from the windows than out there. Yeah, except we were in the, that way back booth where you can't really see anything. But anyway. Apparently it was great fun and all the, somebody plugged in an extension cord and all the lights came on and it was great. But then a lot of people left, fortunately, because it was so, so crowded in there. It was really miserable. And then the, the waiter seemed to calm down because he was, you know, a paying enough attention to take the boom, boom shrimps off the, off the thing. And I guess they were terrible. They, they didn't eat them because they were full. They didn't eat them because there was something wrong with them. So, hmm. so that was a very heads up thing for that waiter to do. Yeah. I thought which is nice occasionally. And the yeah, I was, I don't know, it was a bad night to go anywhere. I am finally well after being sick for like two weeks. So I'm pretty happy about that. Nothing, none of my body parts hurt. So walked all the way to Pike Place Market. It was great. <laughs> a pathetic accomplishment, I admit. Yeah, it's like a 20 minute walk from here. Mm-hmm. But still, that's, um, if it, something hurts that's a long time well you always try to find an excuse not to walk if it's like raining or cold which is it was cold about as half last the year night. here uh-uh. i put on what did i have i had a shirt and then i had my denim jacket and then i had that coat that belongs to herman technically um and a seahawks hat and gloves and i was warm as toast oh that's good and in fact dying. do you have warm shoes though uh no just tennis shoes oh but i was fine i mean yeah, that's a, a lot of times it's because I don't have warm enough clothes, but I realize that all I have to do is keep putting clothes on until I can't move, and then I go. Worked good. Yeah, until your arms are sticking straight out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you're warm, and it works great. So that's what I did. And then I actually, okay, this is the amazing part. I got everything home. Gloves, hat. Oh, yeah, that's impressive. It is, because normally I would get home with at least one item missing. So I did an inventory before I left a couple times to make sure I had it all. So it was a successful outing all, all right. around. Should we take a break? I don't know. Sure. It <gasps> sounds like we're out of stuff to talk about. I'm not. Okay. I might be. Go ahead. What else do you have? I'm going to do an ice cream truck. Should I do that right now? Oh, yeah. A different time now? And then we'll come back. We'll take a break and do our... Uh, okay. Somebody hits. gave me this. It's called... Reverend Al's, oh, this is this is like one of those old-fashioned, like probably what sarsaparilla used to come in. Yeah, it looks like a medicine bottle. Yeah, from the from the medicine oil snake snake oil sales guy, Reverend Al's Bonafide Potents, pot, potent potents, not potions, the purple one, made with blueberry flowers and love. Hmm, okay. Anyway, you put it in. Uh, it's a concentrated. It's a shrub. 
Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, I never heard that. That's that's. Does that mean it's concentrated? Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what it means. Hmm, okay. It has local blueberries, white wine vinegar, organic cane sugar, flowers, chamomile, roses, hibiscus, Sichuan peppercorn, black pepper, and spices. So you put in one part of this to four to six parts of club soda or water, and it's very delicious. I really liked it. Um, it's made locally in Tacoma. So if you see it, get some of it and put it in your water because it makes it taste good great have you tried i guess since you didn't know shrubs were a thing you haven't tried any other ones uh-uh. what kind of other flavors they come in like lemon or something i i think so i think like herby and fruity things hmm. i have to look it i've up. seen them on menus at fancy restaurants oh really okay yeah. all right so i'm the last one to the party i guess okay well anyway i like it a lot and i suggest you buy it from i don't know where you buy it actually i think she got it actually in tacoma so it must be obviously sold somewhere else, but I don't know. I don't know where, but anyway, it's good. That's all. Now you can take a break. Okay. See you soon, motherfuckers. Hey, stop it. At the end of a century, ravaged by violence, a society of perfect order will arise. Criminals will be frozen and reprogrammed in cryogenic prisons. The prisoners are ice cubes. Their criminal instincts are being reprogrammed as they sleep. Aggression and deviant behavior will be totally eliminated. He's a criminal the likes of which you have never seen. In a bad time, he was the worst. I'm gonna love running this place. But in the year 2032... This morning, Simon Phoenix escaped from this cryo-facility. We are, quite frankly, not equipped to deal with the situation. Amidst a world of peace and calm... We're police officers. We're not trained for this kind of violence. How was the fiendish Simon Phoenix apprehended back in the 20th? In the end, it took just one man. John Spartan. You mean the demolition man? The conditions of your parole are full reinstatement into the SAPD and immediate assignment to the apprehension of Simon Phoenix. Two mortal enemies. Just dropped in to say hi. From another time. Pass is over, John. Time for something new and improved. Oh, hell. Will be unleashed on a future that isn't big enough for the both of them. Sylvester Stallone. Wesley Snipes. Demolition Man. Welcome back from the break, Windmills. We're back. And shittier than ever. We just spent about 25 minutes debating whether we should just uh, erase that first half or not. So stay tuned. Um, (laughs) if If this episode is 15 minutes long and just hints, well, then we did. No, we're going to redo the top part. I don't know. We'll worry about it later. Right now, we're going to do some household hints because there's probably all kinds of stuff we don't know how to do. Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where we read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. I am going to pick number 339. Okay. You have to mark it off. Well, give me the thing. What category are we in? Spots and stains. Oh, 
great. I love spots and stains. Adhesive tape marks. As a rule, these come off easily with a few dabs of non-inflammable cleaning fluid. All right. Stop me what, in my tracks. What? what does that mean? Uh, <clears throat> none. Like butane? No, butane's a gas. Non-inflammable is really messing with my knowledge of the word inflammable also because doesn't inflammable mean the problem is it means it lights on fire and it doesn't light on fire yes so if it's non-inflammable so i think they mean non-flammable i think they mean don't use something that will catch on fire i like to think that oh cleaning fluid i was thinking i don't even know what that means the hell is cleaning fluid i don't know okay let's just skip over this stupid hint because i don't care for it um and what are the what masking tape? Adhesive tape Adhesive marks. Adhesive tape. Oh, I think that's overkill. We don't need to do that. I mean, you can if you want, but I, I wouldn't. Well, I don't know what. You can if you know what non-inflammable cleaning fluid is, I guess. Well, I'm pretty sure I don't have any of it, whatever it is. I'm going to pick 185. Okay. 185. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> Will you mark it off? Oh. I was busy. Well, it was, yeah, it was important work you were doing. It was. It was pretty good. I did it for Bill. He's going to appreciate that. Okay, 185. Eliminate waste when measuring molasses by greasing the cup lightly. That's a true thing. Um, Honey, also, wait a minute. I didn't, wait, I can't talk about it because I can't find it. 185. Jesus Christ. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, Have you done that? I've never done that. I have done it with honey. And if you're making something, um... Oh, I know I do. I make granola, and granola has honey and oil in it. Oh, okay. So you put the oil in first, and then the honey. Honey slides right out of the cup, and it's great. That makes sense. It really does work well. That's a good hint. I like it. When's the last time you used molasses? Um, I don't think I ever use molasses, because in this house, it gets used for baked beans, and Dad does them. I do not. Oh, okay. So, I, but anything sticky, honey, molasses, would all work with the oil. It, it works it actually works really well. And it makes you very angry when you do it the wrong direction. Do the honey first and then the oil. did that the other day and I was like, God damn it, you know better than this. But it was too late then. So I had a big mess on my hands. Okay. okay. Now You're I'm going sure to pick, pick a, one. Uh, I'm going to go down the column. This is going to be a good idea. 186. You need much less sugar to give iced tea or coffee the desired sweetness if you dissolve sugar in hot water beforehand. None will be wasted at the bottom of the glass or remain dissolved in the iced, oh. iced drink. Huh. That kind of makes sense. What is that? Or remain dissolved? Well, I mean, it will be dissolved already, so it'll be just stirred around and it won't have that little quarter of an inch of sugar in the bottom of the glass, I guess. That would be undissolved then. None, of, none will be Crazy. wasted at the bottom of the glass or remain dissolved in the iced drink. Doesn't that not make sense? No, it should be undissolved. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, but yeah. who's going to put sugar, water, and coffee? Doesn't that sound weird? Yeah. <laughs> also, because... <laughs> short answer is yeah. Because uh, there's no problems with... Well, hot coffee it dissolves. Yeah, sugar dissolves. dissolves in coffee easily. Yeah. So iced tea, I can see that working. Iced tea makes sense. But then you also are balancing a, a tea ratio with water. If you're, you know, it's going to water down your tea unless you have this planned out in advance. Yeah, but I bet it wouldn't take much water to... I don't know, it sounds like a pain in the ass. Just It sounds <laughs> like a hint that sounds it. better than it is in practicality. <clears throat> Unless you drink so much tea that you figure out how to you dissolve figure out the ratio. a whole bunch of 
sugar and you keep it in the fridge and take like a and then you have to use less tea but more concentrated tea well if it was really concentrated sugar i don't think it'd make that much difference you know what i'm saying if it was like if you got as much to dissolve in water as you could it would be just syrup okay i'm giving that for christ's sake now i think about it it is simple syrup i'm giving that hint uh one pant leg that's generous i mean i guess out of four okay (laughs) okay one pant up now we're going to do another one i've figured out the rhythm of this i have the um highlighter so i'm going to write i'm going to mark off the mark off 335 335 okay easy for you to say okay there it is marked off Change your method of folding napkins or tablecloths from time to time to save excessive wear on certain parts. Continued creasing in one place will weaken the fabric. Wow, that's not something you'd think about these days. Hmm. I Between no. the fact that we both of us don't have a table. <laughs> and yet we do have tablecloths, we interestingly. Do. Um, man, you would have to rework in that tablecloth. But for your napkins, that makes sense, because you're folding them in quarters, probably. Yeah, I suppose. Over and over. Well, by the time you wear out a napkin, you're tired of them anyway. I give that one. And won't they kind of sit nicely once they get a little worn in like that? Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. I don't either. That's a... Okay. That was one of the ones that somebody wanted to go home, and they had to come up with another hint. The tablecloth one, though, I don't know. I could see that being a thing if I used a tablecloth very regularly the one i use mostly i have a coffee table that i put a tablecloth on but it's like a really synthetic you know plastic-based fabric so it doesn't really wrinkle back in the days of cotton i suppose it's possible that you could actually overfold your tablecloth to the point that it was uh too too long i don't know it just seems like a you put it on your calendar quarterly to change your folding style oh yeah like Martha Stewart. I'm sure she does that. Or she has people do it. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, stretching it. I mean, seriously, by that time, I just want a new tablecloth if it's that worn out. Well, yeah, but you can afford just to go buy a new tablecloth at Fred Meyer now. Yeah. It's not your, not going to last you 10 years like it would back then. I suppose if it was like a damask one or something fancy like that, that, that would, yeah. But then how often, you, you don't use those kind of t- the fancy tablecloths every day. Yeah, that's why it's all folded up in your closet. Hmm. All right. Well, since I don't have a table that I can use every day and test this theory, I'm going to just let it go by. It's kind of a, that's very esoteric. That's all. Okay. Now, I'm going to go down the column, up the column, 216. This is how to be well-dressed on a smaller clothing budget. Okay. If you drive your car, oh, this is a re- re- redo. If you drive your car, get in on the side nearest the wheel instead of scraping along the whole seat until you worm your way into position, thus wearing out the seat of your fur coat. <laughs> That's my all-time favorite hint. How come it? Uh, how come you picked it again? Because it wasn't um, crossed off. Obviously, it was crossed off. Okay. Mark it oh. harder, I guess. I did. So now okay. it's invisible. Okay, two fourteen. To fluff the nap of your coat, shake it briskly by the hem. Okay. That sounds I, solid. Uh-huh. I, to do what now? Raise the nap? Fluff the nap. I don't have any nap on my coat. I'm sorry to hear that. Maybe I do. Maybe I just need to fluff it. Maybe it'll pop out if I fluff it. Do you even have a coat? Yeah. doesn't have any nap that I'm aware of. What though. kind of coat has a nap? Like a pea coat? <clears throat> well, mine is kind of a pea coat. 
It's wool like that or whatever that is. It's not going to give you any nap. Well, it has nap. I don't know. Like a fur coat? No, it's not. No, they would have called it out as fur. <clears throat> I think a peacoat can have nap. Maybe. Seems like you'd have to brush it to get it really. I don't know. I've got though. one in the closet. If you want to go shake it, shake it around and tell me what happens. I'm not doing it. I'll probably fluff the nap right up. Well, we can try it. <coughs> try it over overnight and get back to us. Oh, you want this back? Yes. Okay. I'm going to do 272. 272. I like these lower numbers because they're all good. Tie a knot in clothes which are stained before you put them in the clothes hamper, and you will be certain not to overlook them on wash day. That's a good hint. I like that one. That's a good hint. All right. Um, do you have any special treatments you do on stained clothing? Uh, if I catch it in time, I put some detergent from the um, dishwashing detergent on it. Like um, the stuff called that cleans baby ducks. Yeah. That stuff. Um, Just a lot of times that soap. works. Yeah, that works for most things. But the other thing is I don't have a laundry hamper. I just throw everything right in the washing machine. Don't tell people who sort their clothes. They're horrified by this concept. Yeah, I don't sort my clothes either. I don't either. It's fine. That's why I look like such a bum all the time. <clears throat> well, about once a year you need to get all your white stuff and do do a bleach load. Other than that, it's fine. Nobody cares. And it works fine. I don't. I don't think it's a... I think it's less of an issue than it used to be. I think... Clothes used to be a lot more cotton and uh, linen, and and the dyes bled more. Yeah, and there wasn't as there wasn't as much synthetic. There wasn't any synthetic really. I'm gonna okay. do 171. While you're doing 171, I'm gonna be searching for 171 because this grid escapes me. Remember, too much baking powder is just as disastrous in baking as too little. So be exact. Okay. What happens if you put in too much? It tastes like baking powder is what happens. Disastrous. What was the number was that? 171. Why can't I find that, do you think? That hint seems uh, like, shouldn't you just be exact with everything if you're baking? That's why baking sucks, because you have to be exact about everything. And if you're not, and if you leave something out, like say the baking soda, it all goes to shit. Or use baking powder instead? No, you can't do that. I know. I almost did that the other day when I was baking something. See? Oh, I was making um, humbau, and I was making the dough for it, and I almost grabbed the wrong one. I think it's baking powder that I needed, not baking soda. That stuff raise, rises? Yeah, it's a yeast dough. Huh. Really? I didn't know that. God. All that trouble, and it comes out to be humbaus? You haven't even tried one. I've had humbaus before. They're terrible. They're gross. They're steamed, soggy bread. Ugh. It's not soggy, though. It is, too. It's gross. Anyway. It's not soggy. Okay. I'm. We're not going to agree on how It's just pale. The, it's pale and fluffy. I, a bad combo, in my view. Okay. I don't I'm going to make them. you try one next time and do it. <sighs> okay. I'll try I'll try a bite, but then I'm going to spit it out, just so you know. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's your turn to pick a number. Oh. God, this is complicated, isn't it? Not really. I think it is. 154. Wait, that that's done. not, that can't be open still. It's not. Somebody needs to go over these with a better pen. Okay. How about... I think we're out of the food ones pretty 334. much. 334. 334? Yeah. That's available, right? I think I, it is. I don't I'm know. You have the list. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, as we found out the hard way. When ironing colored clothes that are not color fast, use an extra muslin cloth over the ironing board to avoid staining the cover. Fortunately, I don't think I'm going to have that problem. Yeah, I think that's related to what we were just talking about, yeah, that one of the fabrics these days are not... Oh my God, can you imagine ironing and having stuff come... Then what happens if you wear it? 
dyes your clothes. No, the only time I see anything self. like that is when you buy dark wash jeans nowadays, and the first time you wear them or second time you wear them, after washing, they're still kind of uh, bleeding a little bit. Mm. I remember doing that once years ago and my legs being blue and being like oh my god what's what's wrong with me my circulation's all gone and then realizing it was just my leg my legs are just died from my pants circulation's all gone yeah oh my god that's i mean it's not funny but it's funny now i can see what that'd be horrifying for a minute i've done stuff like that where i thought i was gonna die because of something stupid like that i think i like the current day while we have dye that pretty much stays where you put it in the first place so oh god dang it i cannot get this from my head that we're sharing taking turns i'm gonna do 642 six oh god something in the middle oh here it is i found it already yay for me is that gonna be cars do you think no vacuum cleaners no waffle bakers won't break down or need replacement if you remember to practice these musts one, after cooling, wipe off outer, outside of baker with soft cloth wrung out of soap suds. Rinse in the same way. Polish dry. Two, if necessary, clean grids with stiff brush. Three, use absorbent paper to remove excess grease from grids. Four, leave the baker open to cool. So, right. waffle makers used to be called waffle bakers, huh? That's what I'm getting out of this hint. <laughs> and that there's have always been a pain in the ass to clean so yeah i guess i don't know that's the same stuff you still have to do i'm sure i have but i don't know if i've made waffles myself what do you mean in your life yeah really yeah because oh. dad made them growing up bill made them when i lived with bill herman makes them now i'm just not on waffle duty not even to clean the waffle maker well ours is non-stick now thank it just gets huh, wiped down famous last words they're not non-stick at least mine isn't hmm i'll be damned <laughs> So you never made waffles. Interesting. Well, I might have, but I don't remember doing it. Huh. Yeah, it, her, it's been Herman's uses his mom's recipe, so he's been the one doing it. Huh. Well, <laughs> I don't know That's why fair. I couldn't make his mom's recipe, but uh, you might screw it up. That's why. Can't let you get the, the main you know. thing with Herman's mom's recipe is she does a dip that goes with the waffles. That's basically like a vanilla pudding that is so good. It's true. It's it is good. Hmm. Now I want waffles. I like. I haven't. I haven't made waffles in ever. I wonder why. I like waffles probably because you have to clean the goddamn waffle iron. And are you talking into your microphone? Look yeah, how small your lines are. My lines. Yeah, that was you talking before. It's oh, all. Little. Is it my turn to pick one or yours? I'm so confused. Um, it's. I think it's you. Is it? it? It's your turn. Oh, okay. How about five seventy six? This is a lot easier when you can see the numbers. <laughs> okay. Candlewick bread spreads will not be detufted if placed in a large sack or pillow slip when laundered in the washing machine. I didn't hear the first part of that, so start over. Candlewick bed spreads will not be detufted if placed in a large sack or pillow slip when laundered in the washing machine. Well, there's a lot of uh, questions I have on this, but basically, the main one, the fuck's a candlewick bedspread? I don't know. Somebody might have to look this up. I have no idea. Oh, I think I do know what it is. I think it's like a white thing and it's got little like bumpy, bumpy things that make a design. Oh, must have some sort of tufts. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can picture that. I think the it's old ladies used to have on their beds. Well, chenille is different, I think. It's a top cover. I think candle wicking is a different thing. Okay. We'll look it up. Also, 
I don't, not too worried about it because I'm pretty sure I don't have one. And I'm pretty sure you don't have one either. So um, pillowcase unnecessary. I wonder if that was a, just a kind of a fad thing. To look that up. Interesting. Also, putting it in a pillowcase seems like it would really inhibit the cleaning process. <laughs> it kind of does. A whole pillowcase. I mean, a whole... Like just smushing something into a... Yeah. A whole, anything big enough to cover a bed in a pillowcase seems like a terrible idea. But I guess what do you do? Otherwise, seems like also the... Candle wick will come... I guess they didn't have dryers all, like... Everyone didn't have dryers back then, probably. So no. people would hang stuff to dry. Seems like the dryer could really fluff that back up and it'd be fine. I don't think people did have dryers. I don't, when I'm trying to think back, I remember my mom had a, a ringer washer in the basement. It was like, it's a, like five or six year old. It was like kind of a horrifying experience um, to go down there. But I don't remember having a dryer. I remember a clothesline. I mean, I never paid any attention because I didn't give a shit. Why was it horrifying? Because their basement was scary? Because, yeah, it was like just cement. I mean, there was no finish. It was just Just cement and radon? Yeah, and a a ringer washer. (laughs) It's like a beginning of a a, um, horror movie, really. But, yeah, I don't remember ever having... Maybe we did, but as a five-year-old also, I had no interest in where clothes came from. Yeah, that's true. Um, They just were there or they weren't, I guess. Anyway, I'm... Now I have to look up candle because I, it sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't really quite place it. So we'll do that. Okay, let's each do one more and then call it a day. Okay. And then we're going to go do cookies. It's On this terrible great. episode. Oh, don't come looking at me. Do I have to do one or do you do have to do one? Oh, we both do. So go yeah. ahead. Okay. I'm going to do 334. No, wait. Sorry. 344. Okay. I don't like this part. I want Bill back. Oh, this is under spots and stains also. Butter. Launder and warm soapy water. Seems like a no shit Sherlock hint <laughs> That's there. That's exactly what I was going to say. What would the other choice be? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, butter's going to come out. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Or not. I don't know. If it doesn't put... Butter's some- a good one to bust out the dish soap with because that exactly. stuff's meant to cut grease. Yeah. Just rub some of that on there before you throw it in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. Or in those days, when my mom used to use um, cheer, remember, you, you know what I'm talking about, detergent? Yeah, like I remember when detergent. I was a kid in the 60s. Okay. Well, that's what my mom used for everything dishwashing which oh god I, it's horrifying now because i've done it and it's just like so what is it is it <clears throat> it's powdered detergent like tide or something that was used for it was meant for clothes and she used it on the dishes yeah were you supposed to do that or i think they sold it as a multi-purpose oh, okay cleaner i mean it's just detergent so sure it worked but it was very hard on the hands um well you got those dishpan hands mm-hmm exactly what happens that's where that came from and then you have to put something on i forgot um have you ever used uh rubber gloves to do the dishes yeah doesn't that feel horrible you get a little bit of water in there and it just yes. ruins your day kind of does yeah yeah i don't know where that whole idea came. well because somebody invented them and then they made it sound like you needed them well you need to protect your pedicure <laughs> if you're doing the dishes, <laughs> do the dishes with my feet. toes yeah um manicure it's yeah. called a manicure when it's on your hands. Yeah, I think most people who have a manicure aren't doing their own dishes, but that's just me. Anyway, um, yeah, I have used them, and they're horrible. You're right. They get wet, and then they're icky, and then you have to turn them inside out and get them dry, and it's, I don't know, just don't even bother. So that's my thought. Of, oh, are you going to do one of these? Okay, one more. One more. The 403. 403. Okay, here it is. Is your date dress dated? Make it over. Select a smart pattern and cut a new dress with short sleeves out of the old one with the long sleeves. Okay. Is that the end? Yeah. So you just cut the sleeves off of it? <laughs> Nobody will notice it's the same dress. I hope your date dress that's dated has long sleeves because this hint's not for you otherwise. 
And wh- how, a date? Okay. Only your date dress? Just the one? Your one date dress? Well, let's call it your church dress. Okay. I'm telling you. I still hope it has long off. sleeves because... I don't think you're going to fool very many people by cutting the sleeves off. They're just going to go, oh, look it. Mary cut the sleeves off her church dress. Well, hold on what, a second. Is that what they're saying? Select a smart pattern and cut a new dress. Well, Jesus Christ, just make a new dress. Why would you cut cut up Oh, they're just one? saying the like the pattern of to get your sleeve style down. I I don't know. But you cut you're cutting the sleeves out of off of your old no, one. I that's right. A, well, it makes it sound like you're supposed to find a pattern that would s- sort of work with the dress you already have and maybe change it from a I don't know. I don't know how to sew. I'm not I'm not even capable of cutting off sleeves. Never mind making a whole new dress out of it to make it look like it's a different dress. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, it will. Make a long sleeve dress a short sleeve well, dress? Well, I mean, you could make it a short sleeve dress, but I don't think it's going to make it more uh, stylish or new looking. It's just going to look like you cut the sleeves off your dress. Well, you finish it up. Well, How? Well, you have to know how to sew. Okay, so if you knew how to sew, and you had a dress, and you go to the store and you get a pattern that uh-huh. has short sleeves, yep, and it's the same fabric. Oh, it doesn't matter if it's the same fabric. Well, it does if you're trying to disguise the fact that you're doing something with your dress. It looks like the same dress with the sleeves cut off. I'm pretty sure. Are you adding fabric to this? No. They said to find a fab a pattern and then cut the sleeves off. This. I'm just saying, I don't think you can switch around a dress enough to make it look like the one we talked about before where you take a dress and then make like little kids clothes out of it. Uh That would work because then it's on a different person and they won't necessarily notice that it's the same fabric. But if you just have a fabric, like say you have a fabric that has pineapples on it. Okay. And it's got long sleeves. Uh And then you take your pineapple fabric and you uh, switch out the belt from a gold belt to a red belt and then you cut off the sleeves you're not fooling anybody still the pineapple dress i think it sounds smart all right <laughs> i think you're um gonna you're easily fooled if you think that i mean I'll, okay i don't know i'm just saying it's just gonna look like the same dress also i prefer long sleeves on a dress if i can help it i don't like short sleeves ever as a rule not very much. I want either sleeveless or long sleeves. For yourself or for everyone? Everyone. Wow. I know. You heard it here first, guys. Mary is against Michelle Obama's arms being out. No, she's <laughs> sleeveless. Didn't people talk shit about that for some reason? Like it matters? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because she's in really good shape and they're not. So they're jealous, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, uh, Michelle Obama can clearly wear sleeveless dresses and she should. And otherwise, everybody should just wear long sleeves. You know, I heard that all her short sleeve dresses used to be long sleeve, and she just got a pattern and fixed them. She's a very accomplished woman. I wouldn't be surprised. All I, right. I personally am not capable of doing that because sewing is not my thing. Baking is not my thing. What am I good at? Owning Nothing. dresses is also not your thing. Good point. Huh. I have to work on what I'm good at. Maybe by next week, I'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. We'll report back next week. Okay. Umpire pants out.